0: Welcome to the Foyn Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. Good morning, listeners. We are going again with another episode of the Foyn Jones Show. These are our survival specials, and today... We have got a joke to start the episode. I've used it before, but what do you get if you get a, a gentleman from Germany, Frank Frankfurt Germany, a gentleman, um, sorry, and uh, an exiled West Londoner who's down in Sussex into the same virtual studio? You get an episode of the Pauline Jones show. This is our survival special, and today I'm joined from Paul. I'm joined by Paul and Marcel, gentlemen. How are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation.
0: You're welcome, yeah. Marcel. You've been very well, been threatening to get you on for a while. And uh, yesterday, or maybe it was this morning, I think we uh, we got Paul into the mix as well. So Paul's unprepared, he's been dropped in. We're gonna be really kind to you, Paul. But you know, well, I mean, thank you. The point is, by. and I me and myself and Marcel got to know each other. I mean, first of all. How have you been coping recently? Because the world has changed. You guys had a fantastic KBB, all right? So you had great presence and you were really networking and working hard. That feels like a, a lifetime ago, doesn't it? The KBB show.
2: Mm, yeah, feels like a different world, but that hasn't stopped us still having conversations with people. Um, you know, we've resorted to home offices, telephone, video conferencing, discovered Zoom. Um, we've kept in contact with people kept in contact with leads that we got. Um, some of them have signed up and, and joined MHK as well. So whilst it's not been an ideal situation, we've still been moving forwards. Uh, and we're just waiting for restrictions to be lifted, showrooms to reopen, um, and then we'll pick up pretty much where we left off. Has
0: that been the same with you, Marcel?
1: The, my world has changed completely. As okay. you know, I'm, um, I'm working in uh, in a few countries in Europe, so mainly uh, I'm uh, in England, Switzerland, Austria, and uh, Belgium. And uh, due to the corona, I'm already now, I think, seven or eight weeks uh, home office. And for a traveler like me, it's hard. So this is the biggest change. But the nice part about this is that you can make connections by, uh, by video conference, Microsoft Teams, or by doing it with uh, what Paul said, with Zoom or LinkedIn. I make a lot of new and, connections and even,
0: and even the world-leading foreign jones video in, interview of conferencing technology chat so yeah. i've got to throw yeah. that in for the listeners do you know what it's almost been it's been bittersweet this this evolution of technology for me because as a recruitment business which i actually am i do own a recruitment company people think I'm, i i spend all my life on social media and whatever but i own a very successful recruitment business and we pioneered we championed video technology for three and a half years now you know we wouldn't we wouldn't introduce a potential employee to you, Paul, via CV or email. We would actually record a video talking to them, getting them to tell their story, and you can watch that alongside their CV. And we often had this conversation. So, how do you feel about a video interview? Oh no, I don't think I could do that. Have you ever had a, done a Skype call? Have you ever tried Zoom? Have you ever done Facebook Video? Oh no, we're never going to get that reaction again. The world is yeah. broken up to it, but sadly, chaps, so is our competitors. So. We've got got to carry on innovating and evolving to stay one step ahead. But like you guys, I've spent the last nine or so weeks working as a one man recruitment business. I've taken advantage of the government support. So, you know, I've bounced back. I've I've had, I've took grants where they've been offered to us and I've got, I'm using the job retention scheme to to protect my staff. But I've I've struggled being on my own. I'm, I'm old school. You know, I want to meet you, shake your hand, have a beer, get to know you. that's that's gone now it will come back but is it going to come back in the new normal in the same way i don't think it will i i think the way we travel the way we commute for business the way people just society exists is going to be very very different and Marcel, you mentioned there your, your your responsibility: Switzerland, Austria, Belgium, the UK. You know that is a, a world of airports. It's a world of commuting, and it's it's not always as rock and roll as it sounds when you're in it, is it? When you when the delay comes up and you're waiting for it.
1: And everybody thinks you see a lot of the cities, a lot of the countries, but uh, in the real, it's it's waiting on the airports, sitting in the car, traffic jams. Have some nice conversations in shops, but also not those uh, the nicest one. And at the end, uh, at the day you're sitting on the airport, Paul knows how much t- time we have spent in traffic jams, and almost uh, miss the plane because you have <laughs> waiting too long. And yeah. uh, as, as as you know,
0: Paul cool. cool, cool smiling now I'm nodding away. You know? We've all been in that situation where I'll go when it says boarding, I'll go when it says last call. I'll just have one more drink, or I'll send one more email, and then you're like yeah. you're packing up and you're and you're rushing, aren't you? Yeah,
1: and yeah. Yeah. sweating. But
0: I do I do think it's going to mean that you know when you do travel, you you approach it very differently. I think the the utilization of time, and we've got we've had this luxury of being able to to regroup and rethink. I, I do believe that that commuting and business travel will change. Uh, hopefully, it will change for the better. And Hopefully, society will change for the better. But there are challenges, and you mentioned it there, Marcel, and Paul. You did as well. That you know, showrooms, your retailers, you know, your 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 members, your contacts, they're coming back into work or making their plans to go again. Yeah. They've got so many other things to consider now, as well as just designing and introducing and selling products, haven't they? There's a, It's a, it's a changing game and mixed messages, different signals, it's hard to be consistent and positive. So from your perspective, what message are you putting out to, to the
1: people you're dealing with at the moment? So the message we put out is always stay strong, stay together. Um, As you you see on my LinkedIn post, most of the information I sent out is uh, that two knows more than one. Um, But I think at the moment, the the most interesting part is that people have to stay positive. Uh, You can see people who are at the moment are very have a lot of negative thoughts because can I survive? Are customers coming in? How do I have to pay my invoices? Things like that. And um, um, one of the main things for us is uh, to help the retailer in all ways. And yeah, Paul knows uh, more about that because he's dealing every day with, uh, with members in, uh, in the United Kingdom. Yeah. But all the problems in the United Kingdom as, are exactly the same as in Spain or in G- Germany or in France. So there are no differences in, uh, in retailing about problems and about positive or about chances.
0: It's, it's amazing. though. I mean, you know, first, first and foremost, you know, the world, Europe, the world, regardless of your political position, you park all that to one side, we're, we're in a battle against the invisible enemy. And with the numbers involved, you know, this 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 crisis, coronavirus, it's, it's affecting everyone. You know, it, at the beginning, it was a cruise ship. It was something that wasn't going to really affect my world. It has affected my world. It's taken away... Um, a sense of life that i was used to that i've grown up with you know i i remember before i remember the falklands wars at a distance i remember the iraq and afghanistan i grew up in the bombings you know when when london was a target and mm-hmm. i've got my wife family off in northern ireland so i used to go there you know, i get that but this is something very different where it's no one's fault and you know to give a spin on it i've been using this a lot up until march I guess mid the middle towards the end of the March the, the biggest conversations I will having were post-brexit and var you know so var from a football perspective you know wh- where's that going to go and, and what's going to happen there and then what's the brexit what's the post-brexit impact for business and in general those topics are gone we're we're now looking at trying to get into a new normal so paul this is probably something you can really help us with you're having conversations daily. You're speaking yeah. to business owners, entrepreneurs, mm. shutting the people at KBB daily. What's the what's the vibe you're feeling at the moment? Because I'm getting mixed vibes, you know, I'm getting positivity one day, negativity the next, optimism, hope, fear. Where, where yeah. is
2: it with you at the moment? Um, I, I'm getting mixed vibes as well. I think talking to retailers, they sit into one of two camps. So there are those that are positive in themselves, they're innovative with their businesses, that are uh, continuing to, to find new ways and embrace new ways. Uh, and those guys are having a good time of it. Some of them have kept their businesses running in the background behind closed doors um, and they're continuing to find new business and, and new customers. And then there are others that are still positive, but they've chosen to pause their businesses. Um, and I think those guys are now looking to uh, at how they restart a business because that's much more difficult than keeping it ticking along. Um, but the one thing that's common across all of these guys is that kitchens are, uh, and retail is a lonely business. And uh, whether you've got a big showroom, a small showroom, it's always good to have somebody to bounce ideas off of, discuss your thoughts with, um, and you know, we're, we're social creatures. We like to talk to other people, know that we're not alone. And that's, I think, a very important function that we've been able to fulfill over the last few weeks. We've been there for for people Sometimes it may be about kitchen. Sometimes it may be about something completely different that's not related. But just being a, a voice on the end of a phone or a, a picture on a video conferencing screen, I think has been a really important that,
0: thing. That, that actually makes a real difference. I, I've felt that myself, that sometimes, you know, just, just being there to listen, you know, to, to let people talk and just listen. And yeah. and you're not alone when you hear the pressures people are under. I mean, as a business owner myself, I've I've had some really difficult dark times you know, it's been really difficult days and it's been really positive days if i if i could stand back and weigh up the positives against the negatives i i, I don't know I, it's it's really hard to to turn a complete catastrophic loss of trading into a positive you can't but but then if you look at okay i've now got a career coaching model which i'm which i'm offering and and delivering I, I've, I've got a, a a social media sort of branding and content digital content business consultancy going going to work i've I've launched a new pricing, creative pricing model to support businesses when they go again, and it's it's a reverse engineering of any any kind of recruitment pricing anyone would know. So that's that's innovative, that's new, it's different, it's responding to the market. But then I've had to deal with the heartbreaking conversation after conversation of I'm a designer, I've been made i redu- I've been made redundant. I'm a multi-site manager, I, I've just been let go. I've you know I had a job to go to, but it's been pulled. You know. And when you do a call after call of that from a recruitment perspective, it becomes a real challenge to, to, to motivate yourself. So so I've had to not limit my exposure, but I've been really positive and then developed you know, weekly webinars where we talk about redundancy support. We talk about employability. And you then see that if you take some of them in, into different groups, you can build your own sort of mini networks where people are helping each other. Yeah. And that's... Selfishly was, was good for my sanity because dealing with them calls continually on your own is tough. I have seen some glimmers. You know, I am now working on five new projects, which are going to be you know come to an end during June and July, which is which is great because because I, I haven't had any recruitment to do for a long time. But it was going to be be a different different conversation. I had a to case, look, Peter, we're inundated with applications. I've got two positions. One in distribution and one in marketing. I've got like 82 people here that, that want the job. Can can you help me? Yeah. So I'm actually providing a service where I'm where I'm screening, pre-qualifying, introducing, and presenting the strong shortlist. Not doing any of the search or the, the attraction. I'm I'm actually just managing the process. That's something, James. I would never have done before. Really? So, are there conversations, ideas? relationships and different areas you guys are going in which which you wouldn't have gone in before or even thought about that have been because of the time you've had to to remodel or rethink or i think the trendy words pivot isn't it i don't know what it means but we're all pivoting apparently
1: (laughs) (laughs) to be to be honest the the conversations we made are more or less always the same conversations so yeah it's um um, like in 2008, there was a big crisis, as you know. In uh, the, the market was 50% down, and the conversation are more or less uh, uh, the same. Not about wh- when can I open the showroom, what are the the standards to open the showroom, but more or less at so at. Um, the discussions are more to what are you doing at the moment, how can you uh, maybe rechange your sh- uh, showroom, do you have uh, already a plan to set up after this uh, kind of uh, situations, uh, stay positive, do you have your cash flow, how do you get your cash flow, uh, do you have the right suppliers, are you happy with your suppliers, can you change the suppliers. So all these kinds of conversation are, let's say, I don't want to say the normal conversation, but we have more time for these kinds of conversations. People have more time. And we always said to the member, we are only one phone phone call away because you always can call call us. Uh, If maybe you can complain, maybe you want to tell something funny, maybe you want to speak uh, about uh, how to restart the business, but we are there for you. And that's one of the main things, as you know, and uh, maybe you saw it on my profile, I'm already over 30 years in this kind of business and um, yeah, the, the discussions are almost the same, even in the good times when, when people don't have money, they we try to help them, we help them with, with cash flow, we try to find a new business model for them, so that's exactly what's happening now and um, sometimes I think the world has, has become crazy, not only because of this virus but also because everybody has... Uh, it Has a kind of um, uh, very important um, m- meaning about how to restart, or can we op- look at the last week discussion about about uh, yes or no showroom open? You know,
0: uh, it was interesting well, just to see people arguing amongst themselves. Well. You know, it was uh, it was interesting just to get the get the different positions on it. But then then you get some voices of sanity, you get some clarity that comes above that. And yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it it gives the correct advice and the five point plan and the way you, we can we can come back up. It is going to be different. It is there's going to be less traffic coming through the door. So you've got to you've got to maximise that and perhaps use your use your digital strategy and the work you do before you get anywhere near that point so to build a relationship. And that's that's been encouraging because you are you are seeing people that have that have sort of gone back to the the almost going back to the basics. I mean, Paul Crow from Ripple summed this up in a in a podcast with me where he said it's like what Gordon Ramsay says when he rips your restaurant apart. He says, you know, when you when you open this restaurant, you've had a passion. What was that passion? What did you want to do well that would get you out of bed and keep you <laughs> out of there? Get rid of everything else and go back to that. Mm. And, and, I, and I remember listening to that and I was thinking, like, that can trans that transcends any industry. Yeah. It, it's going back to what's important. It could be on a football pitch, it could be in a in you know, a closed retail engineering production or even recruitment like me if you go back to what really gets you going crystallize that take yeah. it to the market where you go yeah,
1: the, the, f- the funny thing is that I'm I'm let's say I don't want to say uh, jealous but sometimes I'm I don't understand the people who are independent kitchen retailers they choose to be independent make their choice to make the choice about independency which is a fantastic thing i got every month i got my my salary every every end of the month they pay me those people have to fight for their for their business and just like in times like this i I, they have to fight and they they need to help uh they need some help you know and i think that for those people it's it's good to have a um we say, we say in, in Dutch we say clonk board. I don't know how it is in, in English but people who are, who are there for them you know not only to make money, uh, only to be there for them. and this and this is what uh, what I saw in the past there was only one or two guys who are every, everywhere and open for, for discussions and uh, to be honest, um, I always have to be a little bit careful in England, but this is the main difference between England and other countries. In other countries, we had we had the same situation like we have in England. And I think we have a thousands uh, thousands of telephone calls from members of MHK. How do, how do we can help? What can we do? Uh, how can we cooperate together? Uh, we sent out letters to the government because we want to reopen. What are the the, the things to reopen? Uh, uh, how, we, how can we help them in the financial situation? Uh, things like that. And this is what, what I think that um, is, is maybe for the next month, a very b- uh, big um, situation for the UK market. Don't think that you are alone. You are there with a lot of people who understand the business or, or not only a particular part, or, but all the whole business. So cooperate, I think that's, that's the, main, the main word at the moment don't you're not
0: alone you've given us a i I like that because you you know you're talking you're giving us an understanding of what's going on out of our own little bubbles and our own little boxes and you know it is it is all consuming and and you can you can hit some dark times the business owner you can you do need support you do need help but i just made some notes there about you know so the the areas you're talking about cash flow suppliers you know you know Marketing, selling, be positive. That's going to be consistent whenever we're doing it. But as we come to where we are now, Paul, and this, this is something maybe like you can help me with. Mm. Um, there's no, there's no one who isn't affected, and it's no one's fault. All right. So so in the conversations you're having, whether that's a Zoom call, a phone call, what is your battle plan? What 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 are you saying to help? business owners, showroom owners, people in KB, fight back and survive,
2: and maybe even go on to better things in the new normal? Well, it's interesting you should say that because I'm still of the opinion that some good will come out of this and we will look back at this as Mm. something that transforms our business and our lives. Even the guys that have lost jobs will, I think, go on to to find new paths, new employers. Somebody said to me once that uh, the brightest dawn is after the darkest night, I think we're probably in that situation at the moment. Um, but in terms of the conversations that we're having, you, you've said it already. Cash flow is absolutely king at the moment, um, and with the situation that we're in, where um, credit levels are coming under under question, um, suppliers are finding it more difficult to ensure that the, the the trading of, uh, of their customers. Uh, that is when what we have comes to the fore. Um, because it's a central part of our business that we always give our members 30 days to pay. They have an open-ended guarantee, so they don't bump up against uh, credit ceilings. They still get early settlement. They still remain independent. So uh, operating within the sort of the MHK framework means that they're they're uh, insulated, if you like, from the, 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 the biggest threats to their business. Paul, is that a visible message? Would, would, would all of the members be aware of that? Absolutely. Right? It's yeah. it's the that one is, thing that we keep on pushing, we keep on saying. I
0: mean, it's really, really important that, you I know, mean, I've got got an example, it's hmm. very different, but one of our SaaS suppliers hmm. and software solutions supplier very critical to what I do with the recruitment business. I've been talking to them, you know, since the crisis, I've been in conversations with them, Got, got, got agreements in place that they're, they're aware that I don't have anywhere near the users I had because no one's here so we're, we're making adjustments to, 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 to the rate and everything but simultaneously to that I'm getting like these ridiculously aggressive automated chasing emails and reminders going to the wrong person who they know, who I've already communicated over here isn't has been furloughed threatening to cut me off and do this and do that and, and it's so draining when you have to sort of go back to someone again, and say, look, you know, I've been talking to you proactively, I've over communicated, you've told me it's all right. Can you please tell these people over here in your business? Because this is really upsetting. Mm. And that's where it's nice that, that you get. it's a consistent message. Isn't
2: yeah, it? and we know every one of our members. They're not just numbers. They're not just names. They're people where every single one of them we've met, we spent time with, we know their showrooms. Um, So we can relate to exactly what they're what they're saying Uh, and it's like you you've got to know who your clients are So it's really
0: really important that though because myself said something about it as well in in previous times is that right now You you actually can see the people that are proactively trying to do something different You know they are they are offering free advice. They are trying to support others They're being there as a sounding board or just being kind and then you have got and then you've got people that have gone very quiet or others that you get it with voice of negativity, like that that voice in the meeting that you've always you know you've always got. And and I do believe that when we come out of this, it for me it's the people that have been compassionate and showed me the support when I needed it. They've got a lifelong customer and friend in me. You know, I will not you're beyond price and rate and everything like that. You're actually you're in a much more intimate relationship. Mm. I'd like to think that that myself as an individual and in my company will be seen as someone that's given a shit. You know, we've tried, we've spoke positive about our industry and the sectors we recruit for, and you're remembered for the right reason, so that when we go again and people are looking for a partner for whatever the service is, you might actually get them coming to you on an inbound perspective rather than having to go out. And that's that's got to be the way forward for everyone right now, hasn't it? Because you can't, I think Paul is right myself, we can't, we can't go back to how we were because it wasn't really perfect. So if, if something positive can come out of it, where we can work more creatively, the work-life balance, working remotely is good. Maybe that the, the daily pressures are taking a step back because we're all we're all still here. We're having this conversation, and you know we're in we're in perceived lockdown. So I, I, I think there, there is a source for optimism. There has to be. But where do you? where do you see the the future for your for you, for you guys and your
1: members what what's coming next for you in the coming weeks so the what's for us is coming is um, i think and i hope uh, particular for the uk market that a lot of uh, retailers have changed their business model so i hope i really hope that they have done something with the uh, with their internet uh, i really hope that they have um, clean clean their showrooms, to be honest. Some of the showrooms I've visited in the past, I, sometimes I said to Paul, I said, I don't know how they sell kitchen here, but it looked like a warehouse instead of a showroom. So I, I, I think that um, you have to change your business model um, um, very strongly. And I hope that our, our business model, not the MHK business model, but the kitchen sales model, Comes out of it, out of the dark side, and comes more as a trust, a trustful uh, business model. So I buy my kitchen, I give you my money, and you install my kitchen, and it's a hundred uh, uh, percent liability partnership. So uh, I really, really hope that that uh, that it changes. It. It, it I, mean, I
0: just want to go back to that. just, it just really captivated me. You know, not being seen as the dark side—is that something you guys come across? I mean, it, it's just—it's just interesting to interpret. That, you know what I mean? Because I own a recruitment company, yeah. yeah? So, so people look at my business as just above estate agents and out salesman, yeah. right? So, car Southman are here, estate agents yeah. are here, and I'm about here. So, my opening gambit when we get down that is that listen, I have a pathological hatred of recruiters. Dealing with me is not a recruiter. You know, you're dealing with me as a pleasurable business experience. I'm going to support you. I'm going to help you. If you want pound shop recruiter, I'm not yeah. the right shop. So, you know, I have to overcome that. And I've got different ways I do it. Is that part of your world? Do you know every, what I mean? like, like, you are the dark. Every top. day.
1: Every day, to be honest. So, yeah. um,
0: you, I, I'm going to find a way of using this in our teasers because I think it's great. Do you know so, I mean? so,
1: yeah. Yeah, the the funny thing is, I always give an example. Um, I, I give you I give you a few examples. So, if you only if you as an independent retailer can improve your your daily business with only one percent, your profit will grow with eight point five two percent. So, which means that if you make a real choice, you can make with the same investment of time or achievement, you can make. You get much more profit. So much more profit means more money. So uh, and sometimes we make uh, price comparisons for members, and I get, this is always what I give an, as, as an example. If you if you buy uh, uh, buy a, if you buy a, a kitchen with MHK supplies, sometimes there's an there's an average of five in a uh, five thousand pounds better uh, better terms or eight thousand pounds better terms. In Holland, in Holland or Belgium, or even in Germany, people said, "Okay, if that's true, where can I sign?" Here in England, they say, "Where's the catch?" So that's the, the biggest challenge I every every day fight against it because. How,
0: how, do you overcome that, Mister Wheeler?
2: <laughs> 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 like,
0: tens of thousands. Of
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, there's so many ways. So the first one is cool, cool, I'll give you. And they names of ten members. Go and call them. They've been doing this for two years. Some of them ask them if they found the catch because they haven't. We've got um, over three thousand members across Europe, all of which are, uh, are operating within the same business model. They haven't found the catch yet. And ultimately, if you come in and you don't like it, you're free to leave. It's it's all free choice. So you know there's a number of tools that we've got, but it's because we are um the, the concept is not as well known in the uk that i think there's just an inbuilt skepticism to um to, to to most retailers and it's about working out how to get well, we are an island paul. Yeah, exactly and it's not, and it <laughs> is it's a, it's an island mentality which is which is understandable i'm sorry i'm
1: sorry oh paul, paul, God, paul, God. paul said something interesting it's understandable <laughs> it is not <laughs> it's not understandable <laughs>
0: That cool. he that kind of like, yeah, that's unfair of myself yeah, you know what what, what you have already showed me is that you two have been smiling throughout yeah we are in, we are in a dark yeah. space all right and it's not it's not fucking easy for anyone it's difficult we have good hours, bad hours i mean i'm, I'm not a, i'm a little bit out of that now because Richie is soon mm. say safe yeah he's given he's given us some hope and positivity and i think the biggest The biggest injection in sort of enthusiasm for me was when, you know, a few projects started to go live and you could see just starting to see things really slowly coming. Just things happening, which is which is great. But now we've we sort of recovered that that angle there. And I will go back to it because I want to end this podcast with you guys giving a message to a message to to all of the potential members. And I'm going to give you a great intro for it, Marcel. All right. I'm going to big you up the drum roll when we get it. But but Paul and Marcel, let's do all you one by one, Paul. On a away from business perspective, on a personal, getting out of bed, family, work, life, everything like that. How are you and your family coping with what is lockdown and and how we are living and working today? Has it been a challenge for you? Honestly, no, I've
2: loved it. Yeah. Yeah. So I still get up at the same time every morning, have a shave, um, have a shower, I'll put on a shirt, sometimes a T-shirt, I'll come down. I'll sit in front of the computer. There's, uh, you know, homeschooling going on in the background. Um, there's lunch made for me. There's breakfast made yeah, for you, me. Get, you get involved in Joe Wick's workouts, uh, you know, Joe Wick's workouts, do you know, uh, yeah. Doing yeah. any of the exercise, mate? Do you know oh, what I
0: mean? Yeah. Back, and, uh, back, back. So, 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 do you know what? The, I, I've said this so many times, and, I, and I'll do it quicker here, but, but as a family, I've got a 21-year-old son, a 17-year-old is almost 18 next month, And, you know, we have eaten together, you know, watched TV together, had done things together, which we would never know. How would you kick a 21 and 18-year-old in at any other time? You know, so we've done things that, that are not just, I mean, I don't mean this the wrong way myself just going to pull him is not just going to football that is a lifetime of pain and, and agony and devotion but but you're not doing what you normally do and you have it has given you a sort of sense of importance so any any pressure points any clashes with a family at home because we we have the odd east
2: enders moment in the jones household no there genuinely haven't been any clashes you know i've spent I've over the last few years a lot of time away out on the road um you know, driving thousands of miles every year, so to be consistently at home has been, a, I think, a a, a nice change. Do you think
0: this will change how you go about your daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly w- schedule when we when we have got restrictions of travel? I, mean,
2: I think it will make it more likely that we can do some of the the, the pre-work, if you like, over a, a video chat. Um, But there's not going to be any um, substitution for going out, seeing somebody, seeing their showroom. That's still going to be as important. I just think it will come at a different stage in the process. Very much like what people will go through when they buy kitchens. I think they will still want to go and touch and feel the product. Showrooms are still important. It'll just come at a different point. Marcel,
0: in Frankfurt, in lockdown, how are you keeping yourself motivated? How have you been coping?
1: So, for me, it's quite easy. I'm, uh, I'm on, my, I'm on on myself, so I can do what I want. I can make, <laughs> I, can... <laughs> I fight with myself.
0: Yeah, do you, you, you argue with yourself? Every myself. day, and if and, uh, I, I find that therapeutic, mate. I mean, I, I, mean, if you, I'll take you on a. I mean, this is no relevant at all to people listening to that. this podcast. But I'll take you to walk around the Foy Jones office. So. There you go, I've got an empty, empty pink pong yeah. table. Um, I've got, a. this is getting a bit of use, the old little, little yeah. mini gym. This is the heartbreaking part. Here's all my empty desks. Yeah. That's not yeah. so good, not so good. And um, yeah, so, so you know, th- there you are. So, so I find that I'm lucky in a way that, as I said to you guys before we started recording, I, I live very close yeah. to my office. I can walk here and see less people and be safer than I would be going to a yeah. supermarket. So i will be coming in here every day. and. And I've found it lonely at times. I've found it a challenge at times. And I've used different technology and people, and almost this podcast as a way of source of my own inspiration. So you do you do need to be disciplined. And you, you know, Paul, you said it there. You know, having that consistency of getting up as you would get, normally and starting work normally, and and then being able to break and take and take a rest and, and relaxation. It is it is very difficult. And I, I need to go back to meeting people again, whether that's from a distance, you know, how what that will look. Because I, I don't believe we can ever take away that human element because that, for me, is always where the magic happened. I think what, what the lockdown has done, for the right or wrong reasons, it's woken us up to the power of video technology. And go back to what you both said, really, the, the importance, I loved it, the importance of, you know, your online presence, your digital marketing, um, I've, I've made, maybe myself falling back in love with your showroom and, and caring yeah, about yeah. what it looks and that first impression because you've only got one chance when they walk through the door and I, I go to a lot, you know, and I'm sometimes I'm going, you know, you want me to find you the best designer in the area? Well, you've got to make this a place they want yeah, exactly. to come and work in. Yeah. you know, got no good right for them to come and work for you. You might be able to throw some money or incentive or whatever, but you know, you've got to feel it. And that, that's really important to get people to fall back in love. Um, taking advantage, putting on customers, falling back in love, getting, getting things on point all make a difference. But you can't do that without personality. So you guys are, you know, you guys have your own personalities. I believe that relationships and personalities in kbb will now become stronger than they've ever been. Right? And I'm going to give you an example. If you, When you guys walk around the kbb show, you would see some amazing stands, some amazing products, uh, innovation, at uh, uh, well bleeding best. Some of those boys and girls that were promoting those stands, they weren't always best in class. And I think that we might need to look at how we how we educate the future generations to make these sectors attractive again. Because I think we've got we've got some forgettable people in, in positions where if we change it, we might bring, bring in, be, be, be able to bring in more talent. And that, that's what I'm passionate about. I really am passionate about bringing people
1: through. You're you're absolutely right. It's it's, I I'm, for me um, that's why I love my job the most is I, I love to speak every day with people, young people, old people, experienced people, startups, and the only reason is that they give me the energy to um, uh, yeah to survive. And if you see if you saw the KBB. It was fantastic to see that two years ago we were on the stand and we have to put people out of the, the, the st- out of the uh, stairways to come in um, in on our stand and the last KBB people uh, came automatically on our stand. So this was for us a kind of, let's say, new experience uh, and, and that's what we did in the past years. We have invested a lot of visiting showrooms aqui uh, on appointment, not an appointment, kick out of the showrooms uh, things like that and and at the end uh, we saw so many familiar faces and who wants to know a little bit more about MHK young people uh, and that's exactly what what you said. Um, we have in the group I think we have three or four startups. And those want to learn from us. They want to. They need the experience from us or from other other members. And those are the people who I love the most. People who want to. We are new in life and start to 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 fresh up the the, the business. And those are the people who know the internet the most. They, those know how they uh, need internet. How they need LinkedIn. How they need Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. So I the younger generation. They make the
0: toys work yeah, like absolutely. that you know they, they you know again for the people if people listen to this podcast i'm moving my thumbs around but but they, you know you have to bring yeah. that generation through Paul, oh, i just want to end, end it really um conversations you're having right with your with your members and your, and your contacts how much of that now is around digital marketing and an online presence and and the, and, and, and even more importantly than that the content that they're putting out because because you can have a great website and you can have you know different different sexy things on there but the content's what draws people in so do you lend support to that or do you, do you open discussion around i think that? it's
2: very interesting because you know we ourselves are always looking for for, for interesting things, content to put on websites, so it, it's one of the things that we've gone back and looked at, and used some of the time that we've had in the last few weeks. We've realised that the online side of things is going to become ever more important, and uh, and it's going to be the 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 the, the way in for a consumer. Uh, their first point of contact will be via the internet. So yes, we've we've started looking at websites of all sorts of kitchen businesses whether there's the ability to have uh, an online consultation first of all uh, the ability to share designs online to move you know elements of the process um Mm. online and and sort of delay the point at which a showroom visit is necessary so we've we've spent some time doing that, but no, we don't have an awful lot of um, conversations about the exact content on that on that website. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because the power of
0: social, you know, that that social content of being seen in your high street, in your area, in your postcode, yeah. as, as a sense of excellence, or like a almost like a mini celebrity mm-hmm. around what you do. That's going to pull people in organically and naturally for you. So again, I'm having conversations like this with business owners and they say, well, how do you do it? And I'm saying, well, I learned by getting a lot of stuff wrong, you know, and then and, you, and the biggest thing I do now when I put my content out there, very rarely talk about recruitment. Yeah. That, that, that can come later. It's putting stuff out there which people respond to. But it does work. I mean, myself, fair play to you. Mate. I, I put a post out today about these partnership we launched last week with the uh online pre- virtual pre and showroom tours you know where you, you put a camera in the middle of your showroom it puts together for you a brilliant interactive tour it's not introduced by a michelin star chef who's going to take you around or a, or a supermodel it's basically you go through at your own ledger you zoom in on your products you bring your showroom to life and i i'm in partnership with, a, with, one, with one of the guys doing it in the uk and we we're getting bookings galore because people are realizing that they need to have something what what they have will vary from brand to brand you know when you get into your the guys that are pushing the high end and luxury out there, they want something a bit bespoke and different but others well, this tour is absolutely, absolutely. fantastic but <clears throat> the, the beauty of it is i put out this morning Marcel and others were commenting on it within you know within yeah. a few seconds and you're thinking what else today can let me put different bits of content out or video or marketing and it hits 50 60 70 80,000 people while i'm asleep it's so powerful and, and i do think that there are cases of businesses and owners that could wake up to this and maybe with the right support start really growing their brand and growing their own growing their own presence in a way. In you know business.
1: i think that the biggest mistake uh, independent retailers can make is to tell i always did it like this and second of all is um, my, my, my name of the shop or my name in kitchen industry is that well that people come uh, uh, come without any advertising but, mm-hmm. but one question I always have one question for the independent retailers why do you think that in our company here in the main office we have around 120 employees we are doing nothing, nothing then only uh, on the internet. So they built the internet sites for members. They they are looking for the investment on the high level of uh, fa- uh, on the uh, searching machines. They have, they have all kinds of instruments to get uh, the best out of the best on the internet. So if you are alone and you still think that you can do it by yourself, I think that in the next few months, big companies, uh, also big independent kitchen retailers, put a lot of money and a lot of effort in in the internet because people are Mm. sitting at home, used to use the the, uh, uh, computer at the moment, and then they make the decision to come in your shop, yes or no. And if you always think I did it that way, forget it. You have to change every day and use the instruments people gave you for free. It's for free. So use it. That's why I like your post, because the 360 degrees uh, film or, or, or showroom, as you said, it's 365 days open 24 seven. So if you are sitting at home in the evening, you, you, want, you want to buy a kitchen, and you see a very nice clean showroom with the newest and the latest kitchens or kitchen appliances, this is the one you visit the first, and if and you're visiting uh, it, it faster when the rating from consumers are very high. If you have a five star uh, recommendation about it, so these things are helping. It's like looking for an hotel. You don't book an hotel when you when you don't see it uh, on the proper way. You don't book an hotel when the recommendation is poor. So this is something changing so so quickly.
0: It's amazing. I mean, Paul, do you remember when we used to we used to book our holidays through the brochure? Like you know, like the you turn the page and, hit, and it had your rates. So and that was you know, I mean, that, that's yeah. not. I mean, that's, that's not a lifetime. I, mean, I, I remember doing it. So, so you are absolutely right, and, and and it is. It's amazing how everything's been evolve and technology's going to wake up. So listen, we're, we're going to wrap things up, alright But it's, it's been a brilliant podcast, and. And, and, and I just want to I want to ask you a question, Marcel. It's got absolutely nothing to do with the podcast, but everything to do with football, all right? You guys, you guys you, in, I actually finished the MWg you know, it's over, you know, it's there. We don't know whether it's Dick or Twist in the Premier League and the Championship. So my team, because of a few unfortunate results, Fulham are not top of the league, we're sitting in third. We're quite clear in third. Three teams go up, two automatically, one from the playoffs, can you see any possible way that Fulham will be playing in the Premier League next season?
1: Well, that's a good question. Um, let's see. First of all, I love Fulham. It's not because of you. It's because uh, there were, there, in, in Fulham, there was a, the, the, the goalkeeper was a Dutch guy in the past.
0: He's Edwin van der Sar, and we had another great Dutch
1: player called Go- Colin John, and another great
0: player called Jari exactly, exactly. So that's why I love the Fulham. He's, he's a Finnish player, but he's, he's on. I've got a picture of me and Yari on the So I, I
1: think I think that if if Fulham believes in their self, so when when they they start to football again, and play and play uh, I, this morning, I, I, I have to tell you this morning I posted about. I don't know if you have netflix but have you seen the last dance Have you seen the last dance which is a documentary about uh, michael jordan and he speaks about uh, every game you watch his opponent opponent every single opponent so what he scores in the last second of the game the winning uh, the winning uh, uh goal uh, because he, he looked at the detail of his uh, component about he was always standing on his toes, you know. So and then if you change, if you make the turn around very quickly, you're out of the balance. And he used that to make that point. And I think that if uh, he believes in himself, he has prepares himself very well. And that's also with Fulham. If if they prepare them very well, believe in themselves, they are the strong.
0: I think Scott Parker needs to get you in for the team talk, Marcel. I think we need to get you in the team talk. I might not be able to get you in a changing room, but i tell you what I'll do, Marcel. When Fulham when was playing again at the spiritual home of football, Craven Cottage, you two gentlemen can come as my guest. To watch I, I, I'm really delighted about so so that. <laughs> we,
1: will, we will explain the game.
0: <laughs> I, I want to do the podcast, Marcel. I'm going to give, give you a challenge, all right? imagine we're back in we're back home in Amsterdam <coughs> we're, we're yeah. at the home of Ajax we're at the Johan Cruyff Arena and in that stadium it's full of potential members it's, it's full of showroom owners in the UK that could sign up and be working with Paul and you guys in the coming months what would you say to them in 30 seconds you know when the lights go down and it's all there you go it's your, it's your my moment, moment. myself
1: it's okay I'll give you my moment if you are an independent retailer and the reason why you are independent retailer is because you, you you want to make your own decisions, but at the end you make your own decision with help from everybody. And at the end you want to make more money with, uh, let's say, less less work. So, if if you join MHK as a group, you don't you you don't want to use them only for the terms. Or only for the payment. It's also for all kinds of free information you get from uh, from us. We have 550 employees working in Germany, and all on the on the special uh, department So we have specialism on the Karat software system. We have every every uh, 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 cash flow. Uh, we have the buying per, uh, department. So on every department, it's like it's like in the in the IAX Amsterdam. They only play the best, and if you play with the best at the end you also became the best and this is the message the message is quite easy if you want to make oh if you want to make a change a small change and you get one percent better terms your profit your profit goes up with 8.5 percent and at the end your terms or your uh, your credibility is is much much more better and i'm already 30 years in the business together with three and a half thousand members in uh, across europe with all the same benefits of the uh, members here in the, in the arena, Amsterdam.
0: And there you go. And and you know what? what would be beautiful about that? If they did it the IX way, they'd be bringing talent and they'd be developing their business from from beneath them and upwards. And that's uh that gives us all hope. Paul Wheeler, it's been good to catch you up to you again. Marcel, you've, you've 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 been entertaining. You've been you've been inspirational. And do you know what? You're, you're 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 the perfect type of guest for the for these episodes because. You put some great content out on LinkedIn, but with this Is a voice piece, you can really spread that message out as much as you want to. <clears throat> I'll do whatever I can to support you. support you guys, but but keep supporting the industry because KBB, everyone involved in it, whether you're a junior designer, whether you're an owner of five showrooms, whatever you are, you're going to be chatting, getting at facing challenges every single day right now. We need positivity. That's for those for those on the dark side, those on the those on the good side, those in the middle. We're Floyd jones this is the Survival Series. Marcel and Paul, thank you so much. Thank you very much for the invitation. invitation. So that's the end of the show. We're Floyd jones Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive, because together we will get through this.